The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Just in time for summer, the SGPN Store has a new line of mesh shorts. Use promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. Hi, yo, Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 346, going out to WOW FC, who uh, my co-host just realized exists and let me know exists. So, WOW FC, um, this goes out to you. Way of the Warrior, apparently, is what it is. We can talk about it in a bit. Thanks for coming to the show. We're not breaking down WOW FC today, sorry. Uh, we're going with the top regional uh, promotion around. Uh probably the top feeder promotion for the UFC LFA. They have an event going down this weekend that we're going to break down for you on our non UFC Monday episode. Uh, of course, I'm not, I wouldn't do this on my own cause I wouldn't have a clue. Um, so let's bring in the guy who does have a clue about everything except wow. FC. He's just getting uh, familiar with that. Now it's the one and only Daniel Gumby Vreeland. Hello. Yeah. I don't know anything about wow. FC. I'm really excited to learn more about it. It's out of Madrid. You can battle on it for crying out loud. Yeah, it's out of Madrid, too, for people who are interested in that. Uh, and it's headlined by Leah Tapuria's brother, Alessandre, uh, which is kind of exciting, too. That's going to come your way. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know that there will be a way to watch it, um, <laughs> which, by the way, got to be speaking of watching things. I, uh, I I watched the main event of Samurai Firehouse this weekend. Did you? No way. Did you catch? Uh... So I, I take it you did yeah. not watch that. No, I didn't. Uh, of Samurai Fight House. Yeah, dude, we might have a prospect on our hands. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, this guy's his name is uh, Kevin Vallegos, uh, and his nickname is El Chino. It seems like he mostly just goes by El Chino. Um, and he fought Eduardo Garagori, former UFC talent Eduardo Garagori, um, who went one and two in the UFC before being released after a loss to Darren Elkins and Ricardo Hamosh, which, like, I mean, I don't know. Do you hate on somebody for losing to those two guys? Um, nope. But uh, yeah, Vallejos is uh, was a nine and zero prospect going into that fight, including you could add in some pretty decent amateur wins as well. He went in there, he boxed with Garagori for the better part of the first round. Um, he got into a little bit of trouble towards the end of the first round, and then wound up hitting a takedown to save himself. Wound up in top control on Garagori. And then in the second round, put Garagori away with a barrage of punches. Really good work to the body. He switches stances on the way in. Like, w- was a really fun dude to watch. So then I, I go to Tapology to look him up, see that that moves him to 11-0 now in his pro career. And uh, the coolest part about that is he's only 21. Um, so dude who's 11-0, 21 years old, and just beat a UFC veteran? Man, dude, Samurai Firehouse showing up. <laughs> Buckle up. We, we're getting some prospects from the Samurai Firehouse. We're not talking about them this week, sadly. Um, well, not sadly. L- LFA is a <laughs> solid, solid uh, promotion. So we're going to tell you all about that in a moment. Actually, we'll we'll recap what I think was a disastrous bell tour for Gumby uh, after I tell you. It was bad. It was bad. It was really yeah, bad. Something that's <laughs> not disastrous is Shady Rays and Shady May. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off 
but you also have a chance to win 500 bucks. Shady Breeze have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Breeze have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Breeze offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And for international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with the shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. So here's what you need to do. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off plus... Sorry, 50% off or on two or more pairs of sunglasses. That's where the plus comes in. Two or more pairs of sunglasses. Polarized sunglasses, 50% off. Then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Hopefully you understand all that despite me butchering it. SGPN shorts are in the house as well. You've already got your shades, and now it's time to get a great pair of mesh shorts for summer. SGPN has just dropped a new line of mesh shorts. Perfect for any summer activity. Gumby, favorite summer activity in mesh shorts? Go. Uh, go Not baseball. You said it last no, no, time. I, yeah, I said uh, So I do a lot of running in mesh shorts in the, uh, in, in the summertime. There you go. Uh, head to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the code SHORTS for 10% off. I probably could use some shorts too. So I may have to take them off on that. All right. Bellator. Bellator in Canada is no longer free on YouTube. They they expect us to pay for it now, like a pay-per-view for everyone, I think. Yeah, I think I'd pass oh, on that yeah. if I were you. I think I, I passed on it when it was free on, on YouTube most of the time, too. So, yeah, I think I'll be passing when it was something like 20 bucks for like per event or something ridiculous like that, too. But um, wasn't the greatest event for your picks, was it, Gumby? No, I went uh, I went technically 0-4, but it should have been 1-4. Sal Rogers beat Davey Guyon uh, with a Darius choke. Uh, and then they changed their mind and decided Galeon wasn't out, which I don't think he was either, but he was in a deep Darius joke with like time left in the round. So like, I don't know why we're overturning this. Uh, it seemed like, uh, if it was a real athletic commission, which it was, uh, the Mohegan athletic commission out of Connecticut acting as the athletic commission for France. Which seems bad. Uh, but, <laughs> um, so, yeah, they just decided to overturn on the spot into a no contest. So my win over uh, using Saul Rogers out the door. Uh, Costello Van Stienis did not beat D Douglas Lima. Apparently Lima's got a little bit more in the gas tank. Ken Musa did not uh, TKO Thibaut Gauti. Uh, Gauti's wrestling just kind of rude the day. Um, Bonawi looked really bad. He's just not the prospect I thought he was. Brett Primus. Uh, he's got the grappling to get it done. And then uh, Musasi looked his age, finally. It's been a while, but Musasi finally looked his age. So, yeah, not a good run for me here in Bellator. It's about time because I had been beating Bellator up pretty well at the books. But uh, that drops me to 69 and 38 on the year, which is uh, – yeah, not a yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't win any this week. I just didn't want to yep. mess up that sixty nine. Um, but that's still up. We're still at fifteen hundred bucks. Uh, uh given a hundred dollar bet every week. So uh, I'll I'll take that. For just Bellator, we're talking regional, right? We're, we're talking all my regional stuff. Yeah, yep. yeah. And Bellator has probably been one of the more profitable ones, especially because uh, we had a whole bunch of um uh on that Carmouche card. So uh, yeah. yeah, no, no, we're uh we're doing well on that one. I'm glad you're saying we collective week is uh. Apparently, I'm involved. I mean, too, you, you set you set me up. So I set you, you up. You set him up. I knock him down. Somebody's got to throw the alley oop. Um. All right. 
how are we with uh, with LFA picks, Dan? Oh, we're, we've been doing good with LFA this year. All right, because that's what we're doing. Going to do right now. Thoughts on this fight card before we jump into it? Very fun. Lots of USC prospects on it. Boom. That's what we and like and mm-hmm. and uh, LFA cast up. Ah, there you go. Uh, LFA one fifty eight. Lebos Noye Lebos Noyani. Lebos Noyani. Is that how you say his name? Lebos Noyani. Lebos Noyani versus Jones. Is that how you say that? Yes, you say Jones. Perfect. All right. Friday, May 19th, 10 p.m. Eastern, UFC Fight Pass. It's going down in the Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Or Gila. Is it Gila or Gila? It's the Gila. Gila. It's Gila? Actually, I think Hmm. it's Gila. Gila. That's right. There's only one L. Gila River Resorts and Casinos in Chandler, Arizona. 16 fights. Gumby, instead of just doing five, he's going to do the whole main card for you. That's how nice he is today. So we're doing six fights. Starting off with the opener in the main card is Casey Tanner versus Diego Bello. This is a three-round bantamweight fight, 135 pounds. Uh, we don't have any lines. Gumby will let us know the lines. Bello, Bananina is the nickname. Do you know what that means? Yeah, it means little banana. <laughs> it does mean little banana. It's true. Uh, he's nine, six, and one. Two knockouts. Four which, smashes. by the way, can we just that's not a good nickname <laughs> no it's not it's not in any, Little, any uh way yeah in any any way it's meant it's not no. good <laughs> i enjoy it though there's a better nickname coming up though maybe the best nickname oh the, the one we up. the one we had already broken down on a previous card i believe so yes okay. i forgot about it until i saw it again I'm like oh yeah this one's great all right little banana uh, I think it's funny. So let's tell you about Bello. He's nine, six, and one. Two knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked at once, submitted twice. This is his LFA debut. He's lost two straight fights. He's not won since February 2020. He's fight at Featherweight, 2006 Pro MMA debut. Tanner, six and oh, two knockouts, two submissions, one known LFA. He won that fight via TKO. That was back in February of 2022, though. He is also a pro grappler. He's four years younger than Bello. That's all I got for you. So th- this is going to be probably the widest line on the card. Uh, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I, I think I-, I think uh, you'll probably see Tanner come in here negative five or six hundred. Um, like it's going to be massive. He's a he's a heavily touted prospect out of fight ready. Um, you know, Henry Cejudo has been hyping up Tanner for a really long time. He's really composed. Once he has you on the mat, he's very technical. He does all the wrestling things right. Um, but but he's a little bit finicky on the feet. I don't like how much he freaks out. Um, I also don't like, because I said he's composed, right? But he's composed when it hits the mat. He freaks out a little bit on the feet. I also think he's really passive on the feet. He's like so ready for it to get to the ground um, that he's often not, not uh, pushing the pace enough to get it there. He eats a lot of leg kicks. And I'm going to say this about Bello. I know he's on a two-fight losing streak. He kind of has sleeper good wrestling. Um, in in you you mentioned he had one in a while. One of those losses is to Joshua Weems. He was beating the ever-loving hell out of UFC veteran Joshua Weems. Took him down really easily. Uh, was beating him up on the feet. Then just got caught in an armbar. Um, like a very silly armbar. Just got caught in an armbar. Um, and apart from that, he was just you know dominating a guy who had been on contender series, had been in the UFC, all that kind of stuff. I think he's a little bit more composed on the feet. I think there's a high probability that he makes a mistake and Tanner snatches a guillotine or, you know, works to his back and gets a rear naked choke. But I will tell you, if this comes in at like negative 500, negative 600, like I think it will for Tanner, 
Do not bet on Tanner here. Uh, this is not one to throw in a parlay. Avoid betting on him as a large favorite here because the more and more I watch Bello, the more and more I think like a sprinkle on him at like plus 450 is definitely worth it. Like it's definitely worth it just to like throw a couple bucks down on Bello and, you know, use your pizza money on the guy uh, because he's, he's sneaky good in a lot of areas. And Tanner is like, look, he's kind of that untested prospect that everybody gets really hyped on. And like, eventually they lose one somewhere. Um, so he's six and oh, but he's also like, he's six and oh, and he's six and oh with at 31 years old. Um, and like, if you look at his record, like he fought this guy, Terry Bartholomew in CFFC, who is seven and three. But apart from that, he's never fought somebody with a winning record before. Um, and, and the Terry Bartholomew dude was like jujitsu only. And since then has lost like three or four in a row. Um, so like, I'll take if we're just talking about like where I would put money here. I, let give me Bello here. I, I'll say Bello plus four fifty will be my my sprinkle to start the card. All right, official pick is a big one. You swerved me there. You you went with the usually you give the line of the person you're you're picking first, but no, he swerved us all. Bello is the pick. There you go, massive underdog people. Just a sprinkle though. All right, don't go crazy. All right, let's move up to actually down and wait up the card. Uh, flyweights, Brandon. I'm pausing. Uh, <laughs> Pegeoa. 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 Yep. Yeah. Versus Humberto Duarte. Um, Duarte. Moso is the nickname. Moso. Five and two with three knockouts. He's been submitted once. This is LFA debut. He's on the strength of four straight wins. Uh, Pagioa. I see. I messed it up already. Pag. How do you say it, Dan? Pagaoa. Pagaoa. Puni is the nickname. That's easier to say. Three and one with two knockouts. Three and one. All those fights were in LFA. Uh, he's won two straight fights. Don't know how old he is. He's a mystery man. Uh, he, and he's two inches taller than Duarte. That's all I got. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we're, uh, by the way, uh, Mosoa means peace. Um, oh, mo- yeah. Mosoa most, most, means peace. Um, right. But, but P-I-E-C-E, which is, uh, I wasn't ready oh, for. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, breaking down this fight, uh, Pagoa, if you watch him fight, uh, fights with very low hands, um, but he's really good at controlling the range. Uh, he, he moves in and out really well. Um, and when he moves in, he does so from like switch stances. So he'll like throw two right hands and then like let the, his weight shift forward to a left-handed stance. And then he'll throw a couple of southpaw. Um, he mixes really well to the body. Um, he goes body, body, head. He loves to end combinations with a big leg kick. Um, which I really like about him. Um, I, I actually think he's a very fun prospect. I think he'll be a favorite here. Let's say, uh, let's say like minus two hundred even. Um, and, and Duarte, who's going to be new to LFA, look, he's super powerful. He hits really hard. I've seen him turn people's lights off. But the fact of the matter is, he's just going to be way less technical. He gets backed up a little bit too easily. Um, he's also one of those dudes who like. He throws things that are either too wild or too hard for his own good. Um, like, so like he throws like a Superman punch off the cage. I've seen him do that like three or four times. He's one of those guys who will like sprint forward and throw like one of the hardest leg kicks you've ever seen, but that's it. There'll be no combination to it. It's just like a running one hard low leg kick. Um, and against the guy who controls range as well as Pegaoa does, I don't think Duarte is going to have very much success there. So uh, I'll take the negative 200 if that's right around where it is on Pegaoa. I'd say like 
negative 200 or lower. I, I like him as a straight bet a little bit higher up. You might have to tempt me to say parlay, um, you know, like squeeze him in a parlay with, uh, somebody I'm going to talk about next. Um, because like getting too high there, I just don't think there's too, too much value on him. All right. Pagaoa is the pick. All right. And ho, who is someone that Gumby and Superfan Jong are always banging on about in the discard. And ho is fighting in the featherweight fight against Edwin De Los Santos. Uh, tell you about De Los Santos first. Two and one with one knockout. Never been finished in a fight. This is his LFA debut. He went two and oh in Bellator. He did lose his last fight and he is a pro Muay Thai fighter. Ho, three and oh, two knockouts, one submission. So all finishes, all those fights were in LFA. He's six years younger than De Los Santos, inch of height, two inches of reach on him. So let us know. Let us know why you guys talk about Ho so much. I've heard that name so many times. And then so first of all, on on Ho is going to be favorite. Let's say negative three fifty, not as big okay. as Casey Tanner, and I think only not as big because um, you know he's only twenty two and only three and zero uh, could be as big, and I would have no problem with it. We love on Ho. He's a finisher at flyweight. Who doesn't love that? So far, three finishes, spinning back fist, head kick knockout, knee bar. Like, what else could you ask for the guy? He was already supposed to fight Edwin De Los Santos once. Uh, I'll be honest. I only put this on our list of fights we need to break down so I could toot uh, on Ho's horn a little bit more. He's a really fun grappler, really strong striker. He's fast. He's quick. He trains out of uh, the MMA lab, which I love. Um, I've interviewed him. He's been on my show before, uh, and he's just going to absolutely torch Edwin De Los Santos as quick as he possibly can. Um, very excited about this. He actually started MMA. He told me, uh, because he, uh, wanted to learn English better and to have people who he could talk to using the international language of violence, uh, after he moved here from, <laughs> after moving here from the, uh, from Vietnam. So yeah. And ho. Obvious pick here for me. I think he's uh, he's going to be a big favorite, but you can squeeze him in parlays before he gets too wide of odds here. Because like I said, I think he's going to open negative 350-ish and, and like the sharps will all be on him. All right, there you go. That is why he, t- he likes Anho and talks about Anho. What I like is opening my ad read first. Uh, what do I like? Oh, Talkify, if you want to find someone that, that you actually like. Life is full of what ifs. So what if you try something new when it comes to dating? Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. What if they help you find what you're looking for? Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specialist hand selects successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you, doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans your date introductions and handles all communications for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPM. That is T-A-W-K ify.com slash sgpn for 20 percent off when you become a client talkify.com slash sgpn all right we go from flyweights what are we going to go to next we're going to move up to welterweights ray waters versus tyler veal tv is uh veal's nickname i'll accept it nick um initial nicknames i usually don't accept but since tv can mean television as well i i will accept it this should, I, actually television I think it should, would, would be a better nickname i think his nickname should be parmesan there you go. That'll Ty- work as well. Ty- Tyler Veal Parmesan. 
that works as well. Uh, <laughs> he is three and zero, regardless of what you call him. This is his LFA debut, and he's two inches taller than Waters. That's all I got for you. Waters nickname all day, sweet baby. <laughs> the, the return. You gotta have um, the. There's a comma in there too, which is yes, all day comma sweet baby. Yeah, so so he's, he's saying all day to sweet baby. Yes, this is the sequel. We we finally get to talk about him again. It was quite a while when we talked about him last time, but I remember now. He's three and zero. Also, one knock at one submission. All of his fights were in LFA. His age is a mystery. That's all I got for you on these two people. Not much info out there. So I I just want to talk about the nickname again for just two seconds. <laughs> do you do you? Do you think it is a barbecue sauce inspired nickname? Mm. Because because it's a, if if you put it before his name, and I know we've been squeezing it in the middle, it would be all day sweet baby Ray Waters. And so, yes. I, I don't know if you know this from your Canadian standpoint, but sweet baby Ray is a bar, a popular barbecue sauce brand here in the United States. Hmm. He's um, from Scotts, or he fights out of Scottsdale. I wonder where he's from originally. But that would Arizona. That would, I, I don't think barbecue in Arizona is much. You think I don't, Mexican food more there, but hmm. yeah, I don't think anything about barbecue in well, that area. <laughs> have him on your show and find out, Dan. Yeah, I think it's. A, I'm gonna say it's a barbecue sauce inspired nickname. Um, okay. and for that reason, that makes it less funny. Yeah. You think so? Yes. I don't, I well, don't. I, I guess it's funny to be nicknamed after barbecue <laughs> sauce is funny too. Yeah, but, yeah and I'll, also, I'll allow it. Sure. And also that he takes the time to say like all day. Uh, that barbecue sauce. Um, That's true. <laughs> uh, it's not just the barbecue sauce. It's not just Sweet Baby Ray Waters. Um, it's all day Sweet Baby Ray's Waters. Um, all right. Enough about the nickname. Um, he's going to be like a negative 225 favorite here. I'll, I'll say a little bit bigger than Pegaoa. Um, but also, I, I think he's an obvious play. Um, if you've watched, All day, you got to pick him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've watched any uh, Tyler Veal, just like really questionable takedown defense. And Waters is a freaking blanket, dude. This guy just moves forward. Um, he gets right on top of you. He transitions to the back really well, which I like about him. Um, you know, he's he's kind of rudimentary with his striking. I don't I don't really love the way he like, I mean, he just boxes. It's not even like he he kicks or anything like that. He just boxes. But like once he's on top of you. He's got like all of the classic takedowns you like, the ones that suck the hips away from the cage. He's got some trips. He's got some other things. And like I, I watched Veal's last fight. He got like clinched up against the cage and just like a uh, wrestling 101 outside trip got him to the ground. Uh, and that alone for me is enough to be like, Waters is just going to smother this dude. So yeah, give me Ray Waters here. All right. All day for Ray Waters is what he yeah, he is saying there. Okay, let's go to the Coleman event. Kevin Natividad, you may recognize that name, versus Matias Silva. This is three rounds at 135 pounds. That will make them ban weights. We'll tell you about Silva first. Teek is his nickname, T-E-E-I-K. I think we've talked about him before, because I remember the nickname, right? We have. Yeah, he it often just goes by Teek Silva. Like, if you're, you're looking Teak. up fights for him and you're trying to watch some, like, film on him, you probably won't find any fights under Mateus Silva. You'll probably find ones under Teek Silva. Teak. Uh, do you know what teak means? Uh, I don't. Give me a second, and maybe the intern does. I don't think I do either. Okay. I, I, I am not sure. I don't think I got a uh, got a uh, answer for that. I think I, his name just came up. So. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, now I'm going to tell you about teak. Uh, eight and two, four knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted once. This is his LFA debut. What? Where was he before when we talked about him? Uh, so he was supposed to fight at LFA. He was supposed to fight okay. Askar Askar. 
um, yep. who with, withdrew from that fight. So he didn't wind up fighting. Um, and previously we had talked about him, uh, or at least that when we broke down that fight, we talked about his pass on karate combat because he was a big karate combat guy. Okay. Uh, so eight and two, four knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted once. This is LFA debut. I said all that stuff already. He won his last movie, a knockout. That was back way back in September of 2021, though. Uh, and he, I think before that, he had fought last fight in what 2017 or something like that. So in MMA, um, yeah, yeah, in MMA. He he is a pro karate practitioner as well. Uh, used to fight at flyweight. 2012 was his pro MMA debut, and he's two years younger than Natividad. Quicksand, Natividad, nine and four, five knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out three times. He's four and one in the LFA. This is his return to LFA after going zero and three in the UFC. That was his last three fights. So he's lost three straight fights. And he's not won a fight since July of 2020, and that's all I got. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to say that Natividad here winds up, uh, I'm going to say similar favorite to Waters, like negative 225, um, which means Silva is probably like plus a buck 90. Um, and, and I'm going to go with Silva here. Uh, I, I think, Ooh. first of all, Natividad knocked out two out of his last three fights, which is important to note. He is fun on the feet in that fight with uh, with Ricky Tercios certainly was exciting. But Tercios kind of came to him with like, I'm only going to grapple you kind of mentality and uh, wound up being that Kevin Natividad got the better of the feet in that exchanges instead. Uh, and Silva, I think I said this when I broke him down with Askar Askar. I, I picked Silva to win despite the fact I expected him to be an underdog. And I don't know that he's better than Natividad. I don't know if he's better than Askar Askar. But my God, does he hit so freaking hard. And he's crafty, too. Because, like, if you've ever watched any of those karate combat fights, like, they don't let bad striking practitioners on that show. Like, that that's the thing. It's karate combat, all, like, very talented karate kickboxers. And Silva just... I mean, the dude hits so hard. I'll, I'll post the video again in the Discord. I know I did it last time when he was about to fight Askar. It's like when he knocks people out, he knocks them out so hard. And it's, you know, kicks, punches, whatever it is he wants to throw. It's all very high energy, though. So, like, if, if he doesn't get Natividad out of there early, he might not get him out of there. He might just tire out. But at, like, plus 190, and with the fact that Natividad has been knocked out I mean, like the, the fight with Bacarel Dana was 50 seconds long. The fact that he's been knocked out early in fights before gives me hope that Silva can here too. So I'll get Teak Silva here at a plus in the plus number. All right, there we go. Teak is the pick and we're going to go to our main event. This is for the LFA vacant lightweight championship. And my usual question is Dan, why is it vacant? Um, this one is vacant. Um, because I put the intern on it and he hasn't gotten back to me. Yet. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Jean Paul Labos Noyani, Labos Noyani, Libos Noyani. I've corrected myself. Jacoby Jones, five five minute rounds, 155 pounds for the vacant lightweight title. Gumby, uh, has their intern got back to us yet? Yeah, it, it was uh, it was owned by Aaron McKenzie, who beat uh, Lucas Clay uh, back in April of last year. And Aaron McKenzie is one of the guys who uh, just got out of the Ultimate Fighter House, which starts in two weeks. Okay, there you go. Um, all right, we're going to tell you about Jones first. Another, this is a good week for nicknames, Dan. We've talked Big about toe. him before too, right? Big, Big toe. toe. We've talked about him before, right? Yeah, we have. I think a couple of Wh times. What's do we know why? He's no, no, we don't. You're the nickname guy. You're really letting me down here. Yeah, don't I, know about I, the barbecue I, sauce. <laughs> is it a barbecue sauce brand? Big toe Jones. 
It sh- if it's not, it really it should, should be. be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Big Toe is five and one. That would be Jones. One knockout, two submissions. He's been submitted once. All of his fights have been in LFA. He's won two straight fights, both via finish, which gets him into this vacant title fight. Uh, Libos Noyani Mufasa is the nickname. He's five and one. One knockout, four submission. And he's been knocked out once, so he's never gone the distance in a fight. Four of his fights have been in LFA. Um, he has won three straight fights. He's not lost since November 2019. He is a regional champion, or was. He also is a pro grappler. He's three years younger than Jones. Two inches taller, two inches of reach on him. I don't know the measurements of their big toes, so I can't give you that info. Go ahead. So uh, I, I think this is going to be just about even because um, Big Toe Jones has kind of come in here with a little bit of hype. <laughs> uh, he, he's a he, he's a good wrestler. He, he wrestled in college a little bit. Um, and Lebos Noyani is a guy who has got an incredible jujitsu background. Um, this guy trains under Chad George. Remember WEC, Never Die, Chad George? Um, mm, no, I don't. I'm going to Google him. Go ahead. You don't remember Chad George? Oh, Chad George, MMA. Let me see. No, I don't remember that guy. Come on. You, Come you on. Were, He's a, a savage w- lawyer. He you were a WEC guy. He fought Antonio Bamuelos. He fought Scott Georgeson. Um, I know those guys. I think he fought some other dudes too, but th- those are the only two coming to my mind. Um, yeah, Chad George, uh, real legit uh, head coach now. And he, he, he runs California martial arts now, which is, um, okay. where Ortega trains and actually, uh, Levis Moyani is a, uh, Brian Ortega training partner, like one of his top training partners. So he trains okay. under Henner, Henner Gracie and stuff like that. Um, and, and you could tell like Jan Paul, Lebo, uh, uh, now you got me saying it right. Levis Moyani, uh, is like a very high level grappler, like real legit dude. Um, if you watch his last fight. He came out with like a couple of hard jabs, threw a flying knee, and once he got in close, hit a takedown and like transitioned through like eight different kinds of submissions until he eventually got a scarf hold arm lock, which was really sick. Um, he's great off his back. He's even better on top. Look, it, it, I think he can strike with Jacoby Jones. Like I, I think he, he'd do just fine. But then like as soon as Jacoby Jones decides to wrestle. I think Levis Noyani is just going to submit him. Uh, he's that much better. And also, like, if you look at, at Jones, like, he sometimes gets into, like, wild striking exchanges where he's just throwing big bombs. And in his last fight, he, he kind of got, like, clinched up in the middle of one of those and not necessarily taken down, but, like, he fell because his weight was so unbalanced. It would just take one slip up like that to lose to Levis Noyani because Levis Noyani... His submission game is so good, dude. He's, I mean, like, look, look at his record. He's five and one in his pro career. His only loss is to Spike Carlisle, who's a, a UFC veteran. And if you look at his wins, only one made it to the second round and four out of the five are submissions. So I think he's going to submit Jones here. If you can get it anywhere near even money, I suggest Levels Noyani. I would love to see this guy in Contender Series. All right. And are you going to uh, take a prop, too? You said sub. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, if if, if you, you can get find fancy. if you can find LFA props out there, which uh, you know, good for you if you can. Uh, yes, that de- de- definitely uh, loves Noyani submission. Uh, it probably will be just about the same as his uh, his his money line, though. To be fair. All right, there you go. I will recap. Lebos Noyani. Hopefully, uh, even money, maybe even a dog. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Teak Silva as a hopefully a big underdog. 
uh waters as a favorite a big favorite uh, dance prediction ho as an even bigger favorite pageoa pageoa see i'm messing it up already as a, a pretty big favorite and then bellow sprinkle this one as a very big underdog right that does it all right back wednesday ufc prelims thursday ufc main card and props parlays what's another p word that we do locks um i guess that's it for, for the p words and everything we do it'll be lots of fun make sure you tune in then um we are in the discord sports slash discord if you want to get uh in touch with us have some fun we're also at sgpn mma gumby runs that for us on twitter uh, he's at gumby Reeland. i'm a jeff fox writer he hosts the top short mma podcast make sure you listen to that every week and read all my stuff at moneymma.substack.com. Get my MMA writing in your inbox every day. Enter my pick and contest. And for all things Sports Gambling Podcast, obviously it's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Gumby, take it away. I'm David Gumby Freeland. He's Big Toe Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday.